guys. We are here in San Jose. San the, Jose. The final day. We've done our way to San Jose. The final day in San Jose. <laughs> and Mike still got the energy going. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're checking on the phones. We're live. We're, good. we're audio, live. The audio is good. We're, good. we're doing like a second mini recap slash, you know, what are, what are we taking home from this conference? Well, we're taking home some swag that we didn't want to take home, I'm sure. Right, right. <laughs> and, Really, they're they're really they're toys for my kids. That's what I do. Sure. I got the I got the cheese sheets Rubik's cube. My boys will mess that up right there. <laughs> my daughter said, "Make sure to bring me your lanyard." Oh yeah, really? She really wants She's a lanyard, lanyard connector. She, she likes collector. Lanyard? She likes the lanyards. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I should save them for your daughter. I'll just mail her yeah. packs of lanyards. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. so Mike, we, we did a quick recap yesterday. We talked about your session on advisory, yeah. but we didn't talk about another session that I attended. I was actually blown away with how good quality content was. So kudos yeah. to that. Uh, it was about uh, acquiring and retaining talent. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, There was a quote that you said, I want to misquote it. You said that 90% of CEOs are obsessed with acquiring talent. Yeah, That's yeah. what they're preoccupied with. Totally. Why, why is that? You know, why are they not thinking about finances and, and acquisitions? Why are they thinking about talent? Yeah, because if, if you, if as you grow your business, as your business grows and, um, and you, you go into different forms of an organization, you realize that the unique, the, the only unique thing left in your business is for people. Because everything else, every, there's no new ideas under the sun, there's really no new services or products. There is innovation, but it's innovation how your people execute on it too, right? So, you know, I, I was thinking about even last night when we were seeing yesterday, Rent, Rent the Runway CEO. Yeah. Like she's at, you know, over 2,000 people or something like that now, or whatever it is. Um, it's all about people. That's right. what it is. All sit, but why are you putting systems? So that people can be more efficient. Right. So that people can lead better. So as a CEO, you're out there finding new leaders. And I think in our profession with unemployment at less than 2% in our, our profession, right. and all the opportunity there still is, only one accountant entering for every 500, 500 new businesses, it's all about people. Can you find the people fast enough and can you keep them um, happy and, and retain and, and excited about the vision you have? That's right. Yeah. And, and empower them to make decisions. Exactly. Totally empower them. If, if you're in the game of doing this for yourself, if you want to be the, the smartest and best guy in the room, then don't get, don't get into the game of entrepreneurship or leadership. Yeah. And, then, and you yeah. also talked about culture, which yeah. is a, sort of a, the second part of the equation, right? Yeah. So having great people is one thing, and, and that might be uh, specific or significant to how good of a talent you, you acquired. Right. But in many cases, it's not just getting a great person. It's getting a, a person that can assimilate yes. to something yes. that you have set up. And, and, and before you bring the talent, yeah. you said something like, before you bring the people, you have to define your culture. What, what does that mean? Yeah, defining your culture. So your culture is, um, is the mix, the perfect mix of your values, your beliefs, and um, your set of behaviors. So defining the set of behaviors that make up the perfect person, a, a perfect employee in your in your company. So that means not all people will be able to or should work for you. Not all people are created equal. Everyone's different. But there's going to be a set of people in the universe, in the, in the world, that are going to be attracted to what you are trying to do. And what's great about today is because of the internet, because of communication technology, we have access to more people that can resonate with your message and help you grow to the vision you want to build. But it starts with you defining that for yourself. Now, it's some people ask, well, when do I start doing that? Well, you can start as early as you can, right. but it all it's a chicken and the egg thing. You might not know a lot about yourself until you start doing the service or product right. that you're trying to sell, and then you learn, oh, wait. Like, I didn't know I was good at sales. Right. I did not know that. 
I, I, you know, as a count, until you tried it, I guess. Unless yeah. I tried it. Yeah. And I didn't know I had a natural eye for communication, for some level of branding, marketing. I thought I was destined just to accounting work, right? Yeah. So until you start doing it, sometimes you don't know, and then you realize, okay, here, where do I want to play, and who are the types of people I want to bring, and what values really are going to work and resonate at the company I'm trying to build. So yeah. what do you do to identify people's natural talent and abilities? Like you just said, yeah. I didn't know I was good at this. I didn't know I was good at that. And it's obviously going to be a universal problem across yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. including yeah. leaders and staff. Yeah. So how do you experiment with your team to explore their skill sets and, and, and find what they're what they could let excel. me tell you what if, one, let me tell you one thing my recommendation first of all to employees or people looking for like what what, what should I do you know, especially if you're a college grad take whatever role you can at a small company and be willing to do anything they're asking you to do now this is why I say this yesterday because my, there, there yeah. is there is a bad culture of that's not my job yes yeah. totally and that's what you want to get away from you want to get away yeah. from that and and you but want the, the humility to say I'm you, willing to learn but how do you I know that's yeah. the, the candidates yeah. purpose but as, as, a, as a leader as a yes. business owner how do you detect how do yes. you detect when someone's going to have that let, uh, so let me say, let me tell you so so you know Stephanie my HR director who did the presentation with me yesterday afternoon she started as my personal assistant okay that's what she started out as she had no idea She wanted to do HR. She's not my personal assistant, and she, as we were, as she was being my personal assistant, um, as she was being my personal assistant, she learned what are the, some, of, what are the things that I can do to support Michael. What can I do to support reconcile? How can and I help her grow? Proactive. And she was proactive. And I quickly realized she was good with the employees. She was good as right. assistant. Not only was she good with me, she was good employees, and she would, represented our culture well. So I got her involved. I started getting her involved in the initial interview process of every candidate. She had never done that before. Right. Right? She didn't have the resume or the education to do that. But that didn't matter. She was willing to pull up her sleeves and do that job at the personal assistant pay and personal assistant responsibility. She right. was willing to do that job. Yeah. Even though it wasn't in her job description. Right. It's, it's like what Misty talked about. Yes. She took that initiative. Exactly. Right? Yes. And, and that's amazing. But that's a superstar. Right. The average employee is probably not going to take the initiative. So how do we as leaders push them out of their comfort zone yeah. and trying new things that they yeah. might be great well, at? Well, I, I would say this first is there are a lot of superstars out there ready, yeah. to, ready to work for you. Right. And they're working at other companies right now. And they're superstars at other companies that they don't resonate with. Yeah. But they're, so they might be superstars, but they're being limited. Right. So one is don't limit yourself to just regular average employee. A regular average employee at your company might be a superstar somewhere else. Right. Because the values that they're aligned with them, they just don't align with yours. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So be very clear as you're hiring and be very clear with your current employees of what you're trying to build. Mm -hmm. And you're going to quickly, and you know this, you guys do know this. If, you went, if I asked you, who are your A players? I don't mean who are they objectively a players like out in the world at like your companies. Name. No, no, <laughs> at your company, who are they specifically? Yeah. Yeah. Who are players, and then who is not? Right. Yeah, and I can those, name those names. Yes, right now. really right, fast. Right, right, But right. that doesn't mean they weren't going to be a players somewhere else. Yes, that's true. Yes, it's just at your yes. company right now. Right. So therefore, your company could become the, the 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 building ground, you know, for them becoming an yes. a player. But something you said, I think I liked a lot, and I think Misty mentioned yeah. it also a couple weeks ago when she was yeah. on, is you you build a position around those skills, didn't you? I mean, because right. you, I'm sure that like I've never 
fathom the concept of having an HR director. Right. Not, not yet. Right. Not yet. Right. But and, and, I, and I, th I think I understand what you're saying is you find someone that maybe was a bookkeeper, maybe was a secretary, maybe was a whatever, right? Yeah, 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 And then you find out they're really good at something, and you're like, you know, it, it, you, you, you kind of have to have the vision to say, I'm gonna build a position around this right. person, and this person is gonna create a right. new set of systems, a new service right. offering, right. A, a new way of looking at things, and you have to be willing to take the risk, because you yes, took a risk. Yes, I took a big risk, Yeah, and, and, and she took a risk. She right. took a risk on Reconciled, saying, okay, this is gonna be a new role here, yep. and our, our, is Reconciled gonna have a big enough vision to, to have me working full-time sure. in this role, and right. have, have enough responsibility? And I guarantee you, you give the right person the right role, um, and you take the risk on them, if they're willing to do it, everything else everything else is easy. Everything else falls into place. And so, um, but that really takes you as an owner, I think at the, the first question for us as firm owners, as leaders, the question is, is, do we actually want smarter people working for us? That's a good one. <laughs> do I mean, you? Do because you? Our, because our ego is so freaking big. Oh, it is huge. Right? You know, right. Yeah, yeah. Do I you mean, want somebody better yeah. than you working for you? Every CEO, uh, yeah. every CEO, successful CEO tells you, you know, what's the secret, what's the secret? Right. Hire people that are better than you. Yes. Yeah. But in, in, but these are evolved people. <laughs> yes. in, in the small business world, like, you know, I, I, I can objectively say, that it's 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 hard. It's very hard. You as the founder, you as the owner, you as the visionary, you as the one that doesn't sleep, the one that takes risk, the one that goes above and beyond for the clients. Yeah. To picture anyone else in the company yeah. having the passion, the energy, or you know the willingness to, to bring the company forward as yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so that certainly is a challenge. Big challenge. You know, doing that. But is, are there any heuristics? Are there any um, you know, like personal tricks? To make that switch in your head, like how do we how do we think beyond that we're the smartest person? In the I world? think I think there I think there are a few things, and so for me it starts with it starts with my own beliefs and assumptions. Okay, and you don't have to you don't even have to get spiritual about it. You guys know I'm a spiritual person. You don't have to get spiritual about it. Do you believe everyone you meet is inherently um, inherently worth something? Right. And do you believe you can learn something from them? Right. Yeah. If you can really believe you can learn something from anybody, mm -hmm. then the second question you have to ask is, does that mean that, that actually anybody you meet could actually be smarter than you? Yes. Yeah. It could be smarter than you. So therefore, and do you care about your own growth? Right? So if you actually believe those multiple, those multiple things, then it's going to be very easy for you to say, you know what? It, it, it's, it's worth taking risks on people yeah. because they actually might be better than me at this. Sure. Um, but, but if they're better than yeah. you, isn't there a risk that they'll copy what you do and take us up? Because in the accounting world, yeah. this happens a lot. Like you, does. you hire someone that knows nothing, you teach yes. them everything, yes. they learn accounting and they say, screw it, I'll open my yes. own firm. Yes. You know, that's, our fear. That's, that's our fear. I, mean, if, I, think, I think nobody has to fear their own team becoming, if they become better human beings and A players because of you and they go out and do their own thing, why is that not to be celebrated? The fact that you got to impact a life. Well, you impacted a life. Well, because it's it depends how it, it right? depends, yeah. depends how it's done. Yeah. Like if you see someone who's growing and moving up and, and they don't they they do it honestly and ethically. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm talking about. But the fear is they'll steal your percent yeah, yeah. that they'll steal your yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And I think the key to that is it is the combination of people and processes. We're yeah. talking right now about people because they are such an important yes. part. But it's that combination. And if you want to protect your business, it's about combining great people with systems and processes that you built that can yeah. be replicated. When Here, you here's the reality. The here's the reality. Do not be afraid of losing clients. Yeah. Do not be afraid. 
if your clients, if you're afraid that your clients are going to leave your firm because one of your employees is going to start something else, then, then you didn't do it right. Enough, yeah. You didn't do it right. Yeah. You sold you. You didn't sell your firm and the people and process in your firm. Yeah. You sold you. Build your company so that your customers are there for the company, yeah. not for you. Yeah. Um, and so that's why the fear. I have no fear. I, I don't have. I don't. If a, com a customer wants to leave. Fine. Yeah. That's what it is. I have no fear around that. I yeah. wish I could say I have no fear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite yeah. there yet. Yeah. Um, you know, but um, I do want to empower people. Like I yeah. look at, um, you know, I've got a staff member, and, and I'll, I'll call him out because I think he's done an amazing job for us, Jose, um, who's done a lot of my graphics and video stuff. Of course, he's not here with me today. Um, he's starting to get offers now to move up in his career, right? Yeah, sure. Um, and I want to see him do that. Right, and and so that's a perfect example of where you've got someone who's, who's I know when he goes, and I know he's going to go. Yeah. Because he's he's gonna be a superstar in this area, and I've been able to give him that kickoff, and he's right. been able to give back to me in values and ways, and that's let great. me experiment with things that I never would have done. Yeah. But I also know that we have a system in place and process in place that when he does transition out that we'll be able to bring in someone new they'll have a learning curve and we'll have to invest in them and we'll have to get them outside of their comfort zone but the company will uh, be better for having had him there um, and he'll be better off like you said there's that pride in knowing that you've helped someone totally move up the ladder. In, right. yeah and and remember that stat yesterday was shared or, or reshared um, yesterday or two days ago the average American now moves every 18 months. Right. That means most of them, they're not in remote jobs. That means every 18 months they're changing jobs. Right. So I tell uh, I tell new employees. Are, are they moving for the new job? Possibly. That, that, yeah, I, I, that's I what I'm that's, saying. That's the correlation. Yeah. That's the correlation. Yeah. So even there's some correlation, even if it's two years, whatever, one year, whatever. I tell employees, if I get you for two years, I will feel like a blessed, blessed person, a blessed leader. Yep. And, I, and my commitment to you is I will make you the most marketable person in two years. If your commitment to me is that you're gonna work hard for our vision for the next two years, I will make you marketable. And if you, in two years, find something better than we can offer, I want to. I want. I want to be very happy right. for you, and I'll I will help you. I will help you get the job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I will yeah. help you get the job, and I have done that for people. Yeah. And and some people, employees do not believe me that that I'll I'll do that for them, yeah. and they just like who would do that because they've never heard that. Right. And I have and I give them example after example of employees that I have helped find better jobs, higher paying jobs, better situations for their life, and I and I say, look, I want to bless you on that. Right. So. Kudos we, to you for that. Yeah, but yeah. we as leaders should not be afraid. I should. It, yeah. Because it comes back around. Those same people are your advocates out in the marketplace. I was going to say that. So yeah. uh, one, of the, one of the ways you can also think about this is you know, build enough, as a business owner, as a leader, build enough uh, people that are in your network that are your compet competitors, let's go yep. quote unquote, that you can actually send your clients, I mean your, yes. your employees too. Because I had a, a really good employee that there were some things that were not working out, but I really cared about him. I wanted him to do good. You know, I had a friend, a good partner that has a different business, and, I, and he happened to say, hey, you know someone that can do this? You know, as a matter of fact, I got a person that's probably gonna quit because they're, they're gonna get a job somewhere. Consider this person, and they, they went to a friend of mine, another firm, another wow. company, and then and interesting enough, a couple months later, that person convinced that, you know, convinced their boss that we should do some work together. Yeah. So you're, you're saying they're advocates. What, what, what you essentially want is your employees to, even, even after they leave you, to be your permanent uh, branding oh, agent yeah, out there, exactly. right? talk, talk great things about 
you and what you did, and, and especially and if they are in a competitor, in a, let's call it a parallel yeah. company, they're gonna run into situations that hopefully if you have good culture and oh, yeah. a well-identified uh, niche specialty, they're gonna run into clients that they that their firm, whoever they're working with, they're not gonna be good at, and they're gonna oh, yeah. refer it back to you. Oh, yeah. So the good thing is just to, to, to keep the goodwill going because it comes back to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you guys a question about something Carmen said to us yesterday oh, yeah. about hiring um, ex-convicts. Do you think that that could ever happen in our industry, which is such a uh, that, that's yeah, sens that's that's sensitive. Yeah. yeah, but I'll give you an yeah. example. So um, we, we, we were looking for a person to come help us with our sales and stuff. And we used a recruiting company. I'm not going to name them because I would only speak bad things about them. <laughs> we used a recruiting company that sent us a candidate. We interviewed the candidate. She was great, well-spoken, uh, perfectly bilingual. You know, like she knew, she was really good, really impressive. We're like, oh yeah, definitely, we're going to hire her. Um, and then I, I asked uh, uh, my partner, I was like, did we run a background? I'm just curious. Yeah. Did we run a background check on her? It's just uh. like, they're like, you know, do we need to? You know, it comes from a recruiting company. You would think... You know, well, you would they, think they should be doing that. They should right. be doing that. Well, it turns out that they didn't do that. Oh. I I just did Google. It wasn't even like a background check. And the girl was arrested at 19 years old for using a fake ID. Okay. Now, yeah. that had nothing that's to do another, with what we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. But again, if I have an employee of my staff that's a convicted felon on identity theft, yeah. think about it because identity fraud, yeah. do, do we want oh, the brand of identity theft? To be to be associated with our company when we, we have social security numbers we have right financial right, information right so i mean it, that's a sensitive topic for sure and yeah. I, I think as an example that and of course we didn't hire her i, you I, know, I couldn't i i i uh i know this really well i'm really personally connected to this and uh because one of my groomsmen from a wedding he's actually in jail right now waiting he's three years in jail right now waiting for trial so he's not even convicted he's just waiting yeah. three years might not you know don't even know when he's gonna go to trial um, and you know, I'm of the belief that somebody has done their time, they've they've served their punishment, right? And if our goal as society is to help people who have served their time come back into society as successful human beings with worth and dignity, and not go back into the system that's so expensive to keep them in, then we ought to do more than just oh, you can barely get a job, yeah. right? We have to we have to do more, and we do way more for people that. Um, aren't even American citizens, yeah. right? Like, or anything else. Like, right. we do way more for them. Why not do more for the people we we call American citizens? Right. Their family members, their friends, and some of the crimes are pretty small. Like right. the fact that we still have people we know. I mean, they've gone to jail for a couple of grams. Of yeah, and, and now it's legal. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Why are they still there? Yeah. You know. So why do they I, still have a record? Why do they still have a record? Yeah. So I, I think it does. I think it's sensitive. I think it. It's a case-by-case -case basis. Sure, sure. And I, and I think that the reality is we still have to figure this out society-wise. But, yeah, we should be creating more opportunities. I mean, can you imagine the first, like, uh, client accounting services that uses ex-convicts? I mean, <laughs> you know, hey, Talk about breaking and, the mold. And maybe, maybe the clients are ex-convict entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's the clients. And those clients go, you know what? I don't, I don't care if you use that. Yeah. That's actually... Actually, maybe I have to more. You may have to disclose it. Yeah, yeah. that's your disclosure. Yeah, you but disclose it, but it, maybe it. that's your disclosure, and then there's a, a, a customer base out there that says, "I resonate. I trust. I trust yeah. you." Right. You guys, maybe you, guys you personalize it. You tell them that yeah. this is the story. These are the crimes yeah. that they've actually done. Like, it, yeah. just like make it bold, really transparent. Both yeah. interesting. <laughs> bold. No, seriously. Why not? Why yeah, you know? Yeah. Very bold transparency. You know, and uh, you know, one of the one of the uh, businesses that I, I I got to meet um, in Vermont. Um, I own some. I'm running a property and. 
uh, a, a guy came to me and said, "I used to be, I used to be an addict. I got sober, and now I run sober homes. Right. And he right. does it. Yeah. He does it at cost. So he goes and finds rental homes, and he basically finds. He gets calls every day from guys and guys that are trying to recover. Right. And they need a place to live. Yeah. And so he sets up homes. He puts two beds in a room. Yeah. He has rules. They pay him the weekly membership fee. Yeah. And he his passion is to help these guys like he was helped. Yeah. In a sober home, that was his help. And and, and, and those guys need a lot of. They need a because, help. Well, and, and yeah. the people who are helping these people need a lot of credit and respect because, yeah. you know, when you're, you know, anyone who knows anyone about addiction is is the majority don't make it yeah. through counseling. Yeah. And and ultimately, then these people who are trying to help them, you know, are constantly dealing with failure right um, right to, to not able to help them right. and then often you know when you bring drugs involved yeah they're taking advantage these sober living houses they get damaged yeah the amount of perseverance that it takes to deal with that with that kind of population oh, yeah. but yeah you know common was great grandma was great and i was very surprised on how spiritual he got on stage it was really interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah. to me and, and i was like and wow political, and political yeah. yeah but both yeah. both jade simmons and him yeah. both very strong believers, very active, uh, faithful people, I was very surprised. And I was like, wow, this is really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jade Simmons was, impressed me. I was oh, not wow. expecting yeah. a panel player. she impressed the entire room. I oh. was not expecting that. She was, she was the best out of all them. Oh, yeah. she was yeah. amazing. Sure. It was yeah. wonderful, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, so that was some of the, the talks last, the keynote talks with Jade Simmons, Common. Anything else, any highlights from yesterday as well? You know, one of the one of the things, and this is obviously a, a big pivot from all the conversation we're having now. One of the things that really surprised me is how quickly, how fast, Intuit flipped the script of a desktop software to an online subscription. Yes. Because, you know, I've been going to conferences for six years, and I remember I, I talked to I talked to as many people as possible. I chat. I, I love to hear people's perspective where they're coming yeah. from, and I remember three years ago, it wasn't even that far ago. You, were, the vast majority of people were like. All my clients are desktop. I don't even want to look at online. <laughs> and then this year at this conference, I talked to so many people that are like, desktop, what? What's desktop? I've never seen that before. <laughs> right. You know, so but on the flip side of that, to Bright Networks is here this year. Yeah, that's for the funny. first time. That's, that's interesting too. Desktop hosting. And for some context, Bright Networks is uh, desktop software hosting that gives that gives you the full power of desktop software yeah. uh, with the flexibility of the cloud right networks send some money our way sponsor, <laughs> sponsor our podcast they're, and they're, the lar- they're the largest hosting provider for yeah, the yeah, cloud, yeah, right? yeah 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 they're like a right hand yeah. arm arm of yeah but but, but it, it, it doesn't fit here because this is a this is a yeah. cloud yeah. only right. yeah. cloud ecosystem environment but it, Right. They're supporting it's now that that transition has happened, yeah, and that comfort zone that people are comfortable with the transition, yeah. That oh, if you still got those desktop clients, no, here's how you handle that. There's still a couple of million desktop users. Oh yeah, there's still a big market. Well, oh yeah, you know, I had some interesting conversations with the guys from Right Networks, and their business is not shrinking. No, it's not at all. Yeah, I, I, I spoke well. to our Chris from Qbox. Again, Qbox, great app. Qbox, Q-box doing well. Sponsor, yeah. our, sponsor our podcast. Uh, we love you, Qbox. Yeah. At least buy some drinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Qbox is kind of like yeah. right networks where it allows uh, people remotely to share a company file uh, back and forth. And they're also here, which is, again, yes. you know, so I think that I think that maybe the, the big push was just to, to, to rile everybody up, get all the energy yeah, about QBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, Intuit doesn't really have to push cloud anymore. No. I mean, it's there, it's an option. Yeah. And you know what? I, I've been a QuickBooks desktop user for a very long time. And I, I talk to a lot of people approach me, they're like, should I go to desktop? Should I <laughs> should I look at it? You know, people see my people see my success and they say, you know, should I look you know, at it? Yeah. You look at it and I say, look, 
one of the great things about this cloud push is that a desktop consultant is now a delicacy, and I love it. You know, now it's a niche. Now. You're like you're like a cobalt little cobalt programmer. Same right, thing, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like I'm like the one manufacturer of vinyl that's making a killing because there's only one manufacturer left, or like the one manufacturer of cassette player. So that's hilarious. So so it's a temp. It, it is a temporary situation. Yeah. Where I think desktop will continue to be something that people will look for. That yeah. something will, uh, people will like. That it would be uh, still necessary. There'll be demand, but. You know, it's not a long-term strategy. Not, no, not, not, not for sure. <laughs> not yeah, for no. Sure. In, a, in mean, the amount of years you spent, the thousands of videos you've made on desktop Media Master is, you know, what it is. You know, this is what's funny. My first QuickBooks Connect. Hey, Misty. My first, Quick, my first QuickBooks Connect five years ago. This is my fifth one. Um, my first one. I remember the keynote main stage where they were convincing the room that the internet was safe. <laughs> that the internet was safe to do transactions right. on, to upload data wow. on, to check email. I re and I was sitting there going, am yeah. I in the wrong place? Isn't this Silicon Valley? And then I was wow. like, wait, this is the pace of change for accountants. And, sure. that's, and I was telling the, telling the workshop yesterday, to tell the room like, as long as I can stay ahead of the accountants, most of them, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be as fine. a matter of fact, yeah. I think it was, Maybe last last year's conference yeah. here, there was a you know master social media or something like that, right? And then one of my employees, uh, uh, one of my team members, took the class and I said, "Hey, how was it?" He's like, "You know, we spent 20 minutes talking about how to create a Facebook account." <laughs> you know, so I said, "He's like, there's you know, not many people that don't know still." So, so you know, wow. What? So, so the, the, you know, the, the, the challenge is at this conference we're dealing with like the the. I don't want to say top. With, yeah. with, with, with the one percent yeah. of the people that get it, that are yeah, willing yeah, to go to yeah, top, yeah. and there's still ninety-nine percent of people there that are out there. They're so left thousands, behind. Thousands, tens of thousands. How many? Yeah, there's what a million accounts or something. There's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of more that are way behind. They're still, they're still making sure they check Outlook and Exchange Server on their desktop. We right? got, we got some. Uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got, we got fans, some fans raving fans right behind us. Little <laughs> All right, come on, yeah. Jacob, come on, come on, come on, come on, yeah. Bob, get in yeah, here, come on, come get on. Get in here, guys, get in here, right. guys, go ahead. Let's get some of your, let's yeah, get yeah. some of your takes. Yeah, right. so yeah, what's, what, what's your, been your top highlight on this, on this, uh, this week so far? Be besides, besides last night, close to your what, mouth, what, what's close your highlight? Close to your mouth. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, actually, my favorite session was Michael Lee's. Oh, God, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm serious, I, I knew Michael for a long time, but I never heard, like, his story. Yeah, uh, in, I was impressed. I, I was blown away. Too. Yeah, in a full yeah. like uh, you know beginning to end, and, and the, how you came up with the core values and how you're using it. You know, we, we had about like 60, 70 percent of what we were doing, but yeah, it was great. Good for those. That was that was my highlight. That's great. Yeah. That's how about great. you? I'll, I'll send you your hundred dollars later. Okay. In Bitcoin, please. Obviously, connect for me is always about making connection with people yeah. and really. Investing in those relationships that you can't do virtually and really yeah. making that impact um, To go forward and make changes in your practice the main stages were great this year One thing that really stuck out to me on a Regis was we need to scale our impact um, and so often we've been focused on efficiency and Technology is finally catching up that efficiency is just the standard now and we have to become effective um, and if we're not becoming effective then we're going to run the risk of machines replacing right, us. Because right. I mean, the, the, the industry is obsessed with efficiency, right? Of tweaking this, tweaking this, tweaking that, getting so many transactions per hour in, and then we often forget, you know, what's the end goal? What's the end in right. mind? What, what does the customer want? What's the value they get out of what we do? 
Correct, exactly. I mean, efficiency is important because without efficiency, we probably don't have time to spend on client impact. But client impact is what we have to be going back to. So if we're getting efficiency just to add more clients, we're doing it for the wrong reason. If we're getting efficient to make a greater client impact, our fees are actually gonna go up even though we're doing less work. Right. Right, let, me, let me add on to that. So uh, yesterday, Michael and I was were chatting about uh, the focus on, on customer experience yes. and the competitive advantage, right? Because yes, yes. these days, everyone uses the same software stack no matter how big, or, big or, or small your firm is. So how do you really differentiate? You differentiate by giving your customers a different wow experience. You know, how can you become the Disney of accounting? Right. Accountants not That'd known. Be nice. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Accountants are not known for customer service, but why not? What? Why can't you be the Disney of, of, of right? And that, I think that, should, be a, that should be a takeaway. And that's like, what we're that yeah. That, that, the that, of and that's what we're sitting in right now, right? Look at this. Into it, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I took this fight, and you know, I punched them, and I just made, I made it happen. No, I, uh, no, that's what we're sitting in right now, right? Into it, into it's like, okay, what can we do new every year? Thinking what we do, and we're sitting in the speakeasy lounge, eight o'clock in the morning. Right. Uh, in the Hilton. What's like way too, much, way too much energy. Right yeah, way, <laughs> way too much energy for it. It's amazing. Into it. Yeah. 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 Hey, Missy, of course. Come here. Come here. Missy, sit down. Sit down. Come over. She gets center stage. Yeah, yeah. Center stage. Center so stage. We have we have the leader yeah. the leader of the pro advisor program Mr. here. Mejia. The one that, <laughs> the one that's gonna help uh, pro advisors go to the next level. Yes. So here, Misty. Misty. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hand me the mic. Misty, yeah. we want to thank you for all your hard work in helping put this together. And we we're talking about how this experience um, of this room, like this idea of a society. Um, is, 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 is just another portrayal of Intuit's innovation creating new experiences for their accounting customers. It's just amazing. Yeah, on a, and on a, to be open on a Friday morning, you know, when not, breakfast is not even being served out there yet. We're in here having juice and hanging out and all the people, a lot of people having fun in here. So what has been your highlight this week? <laughs> like, oh my God, it's Friday, right? Oh. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday night live in the morning. <laughs> For me, the highlight is just being with everybody, like being with our tribe. Yeah. You know, the connections in the hallway, the conversations you get, it's just like meeting people for the first time that you've only like met virtually yeah. or converse with on social media and they're like, hi, and you just feel like you've known them for years. Yeah. Uh, the education has been fantastic. Yeah. So great work. Oh, I've gotten you, a lot you. of comments about how you're, uh, how you're you doing. Thank you so much. Well, no, but thank you. Yeah. Toss everything no, but thank you for the opportunity. I mean, I love I love the fact that you give I mean I'm I'm still I consider myself a newbie in this community still, you know, and I've only been around for a few years. I still consider myself a newbie and and it's because of QuickBooks Connect that I got into it and and, and because of you um, be giving opportunity for other people to come in and, and share their knowledge right. and that's and that's because of you because you recognize the value of that for the community and I appreciate that I think that's just amazing that you're doing that yeah I this community is such a sharing community to begin with and so I love that people have uh, their knowledge and their experience and they get to that point of like okay I feel I got this and yeah. now I need to share it right and just having people in this community just go hey Guess what I learned? Yeah. This will help you. Yeah. It's like, oh, 
and I've, I've had moments to like pop out maybe into other businesses and things outside the accounting, but this accounting is like <laughs> unlike any other. Now I saw you on our show a few weeks ago. Yes. And um, you are a big I missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. <laughs> I had a few weeks where I was just like so tired. I love my co-host, and I knew they could have the energy to keep yeah, up with you. But, um, yeah. But the uh, so you 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 did a theater production. Just a few weeks I, ago, right? We open next Friday. Whoa! So you had two productions happening this week and the next Friday. Yes. So it's so tell us a, tell us a little bit. How's that going? How are you feeling about next Friday? I yeah. am feeling really good. Okay. We have phenomenal actors. One of our actors is actually from London, okay. a Shakespearean actor. Wow. He's also done television and film. Another wow. guy has done television and film, and so these guys are good talent, strong. The space is intimate, so. Our audience is like maybe within four feet. Oh <laughs> wow! And so it's going yeah. to be an experience that yeah. they see, like you know, the tears welling up in their wow. eyes, and they see them like trying to catch their breath, and it's just <laughs> uh, it's going to be unlike anything else. Well, if, if for anybody that's watching that wants to maybe come check it out, if it's not sold out already, that's what can they do? How can they get a ticket? What can they do to to come in and attend? Yeah, well, really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't usually promote my. No, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's called Circle Mirror Transformation. Okay. And it's uh, from Livermore, the Bankhead Theater. So if you go online and look at the Bankhead Theater, they have tickets for sale there. Okay. Or I'll put a post up. I still haven't posted it because I've been so busy with Connect. Oh. I haven't even put a social post oh, no. You gotta have to do that. So, um, so any anything else in regards to a highlight from the week? And and if, if somebody's thinking about they haven't come to Quick Connect and they're like, oh I wanna go next year, what's your what's your advice for them? Or what's what do you want to say to them? I would say that um it is unlike any other, and I'm not saying that because I like right, work right, on it, right. but I have been an outsider for years. You know, I've only been into it for a couple of years now, but uh, this was always my favorite conference. Oh, wow. And the reason was that the connection that you have here and the accessibility that you have to all of the speakers, like everybody stays. I felt like at other conferences, you would go learn from somebody and then they would dart away and you would never see them again. Right. But people here just stay because of the community right. aspects and really being able to sit and have deep conversations and learn from each other or just connect. Yeah. QuickBooks connect. <laughs> so we lean into it that. It really connect is connect. Part. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I like I have a speaker that has nothing to do with accounting. Yeah. She's been here for two years, Nancy Buffington, and she was telling me we were supposed to go to dinner and she missed dinner because of somebody she met last year. Wow. That she wanted to reconnect with and just catch up. Wow. Wow. And I was like, go, go do, do that. that. So yeah. We left her behind to go do that, and we all went out to That's dinner. amazing. But it's just those little moments in the hallway right. where, you know, yeah. hey, I see you. Like, thank you for being here. Yeah. And it's. Misty, let's, get, let's, That's get a, awesome. let's get a pro advisor's opinion. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pro advisor, come on in. Come on yeah, in. There's, there's space for everybody. <laughs> so we're here at the Society of Pro Advisory. Here this morning, we got a few guests with us. Um, and uh, Hector, you want to you want to take a charge here? You want to sure, do this? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector's Hector's gonna fill us in here. Hey guys, so we have Wes Hackett here, yeah. uh, good friend. Thanks for coming yeah, over. Thank you. And Liz, another thought leader in the industry, great writer. She's writing. So um, I would like to talk to you guys about specialization, right? Because that's what been one of the themes. You know, the the 
the, the conference has been a lot about advisory, specializing. And Wes, I know you got a specialty practice. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, the pros and cons, some of the hurdles that you've gone through, and you know, would you do it differently? Yeah. So we've been on this journey of trying to figure out what specials that we hear come these conferences. Everybody says you got to, in order to really grow your practice, scale, scale, and be efficient with training and, and, and uh, grow a successful practice, you got to specialize. Right. That's been something really hard for us, just because. We started off everything for everybody. We got clients in all kinds of industries, and we think, who do we want? Well, we got three or four in this, three or four, three or four. It's hard to really choose. We have kind of narrowed it down to a couple. We do work with medical practices, and then we also work with consultants. Okay. We're really trying to go after more, more consultants and more of the medical practices, dental, dentists, um, just because we just happen to have when we first started out several in that area. We got kind of familiar with there. But we're still trying to figure out how to add more advisory advice to these type of clients, um, and it just comes with time. Comes with these comes with learning at these conferences. You guys who are know what you're doing and been in this for a long time, you're giving us the advice that will help us kind of take it to that next level. Right, and some of the advantages of specializing is so you design your marketing around targeting those people. And, and, and the idea is that people find you, not you find them. And one of the key things to do that, obviously videos, one of them, podcasts, but writing too. And Liz, I know you've been very prolific in writing. Tell me how writing has helped your, uh, your practice. So I feel like writing is one of the ways that I'm able to create my processes. So I'm a visionary, and which sometimes means that I can be all over the place with my, my thoughts. And so being able to write it down makes me have a hard thought and having those processes allows me to say, this is the way we do it. So writing for me is very important. And then by writing, I can share that with not only all of my my friends, my peeps, then I can also share that internally with our firm people. And so they know how, whenever I'm at a conference, how they can continue on the functionalities that are important in our firm. Do you also write for third party purposes as well to put on other blogs? Well, I do. Because I can't stop thinking. Where where do you write? Where where can people uh, uh, read about the stuff that you write about? So I write for Insightful Accountant. So every Monday I'm writing writing an article about new things that are happening inside of the Sunline product. And then I'm also writing for Appy Hours, so new things that are happening for apps. And then I'm going to be doing some writing for Giraffe. And then I also write for some other apps that come out and they say, hey, can you help us with maybe getting in front of the right market? And so all of the accountants need to know how these apps work. So why why would you connect to these apps? Right. Do you, how much do you vet them before you say, yes, I'm going to work with you, right? Exactly. That's exactly. really important to us uh-huh. is that we try it before we want to share it with people. Right. So, in, in the concept of apps, Wes, what kind of apps are, are you using for your for your medical dental practice? Like, what what do you, what what's been successful for you in terms of apps? Yeah, so our tech stack is Expensify, uh, Receipt Bank, Bill.com, QuickBooks Online, kind of a lot that most people are using. Sure. We found that they just work really well for, for all of these, but those are the main four. We use Fathom as well. Um, but yeah, those are our four or five that, that we use pretty much across all industries, not just medical and uh, consultants. Consultants more on the Expensify, but um, yeah, just those four or five help us 
create the paperless environment, the more real-time, up-to-date accounting that they're looking for. That's really good. So we're going to wrap things up. Thank you guys for coming over. So a couple of key takeaways. You specialize so you can get better at what you do, uh, and that will incrementally help you better. You write so you can narrow down your thoughts, summarize your thoughts. Something that I do quite often is anytime I write a long email, I think about why am I writing this email? Why isn't my client seeing a video or an article already with that explanation? So then I, I'm, I'm done doing the video, I go back and I repurpose it and turn it into an article. So almost every one of my sort of long explanations via email with my client turn into an article that I put back in my blog. And then, you know, I do, you do have to reframe it because it's now a general target, but what ends up happening is, you know, all the effort you put into thinking about the answer, it's now you allowing the world to see how you think. And, and, and a lot of these people, especially high value clients, the ones that are looking for a consultant, that thinks because thinking is getting a little bit uh, 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 underrated with all these apps and all these automation. Uh, some people are, are expecting computers to do everything and they're not really noticing how valuable a person that can slow things down, think about it, and really you know think of, of, you know, from the client's perspective. So when the clients, the ones that read, the ones that are high value, the ones that are committed to getting high, high quality service, when they read through your thought process, they're like, I want to work with that person. And right. it doesn't matter what price you give them, doesn't matter you know who you're competing against. Exactly, because you've already set right. the value up of your expertise right. and what you know, and right. they're like, this is what I'm looking for. You draw the right people in, like you were saying earlier. Right. Exactly. Like, draw people in versus you going out and trying to find them. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Misty, what's next for the Pro Advisor program? What, what are we expecting to see in the next uh, six months to a year before the next QB Connect? That, uh, that every pro advisor should get excited about, and everyone that's not a pro advisor should consider become one. For us, uh, it's hard to know what I can say sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <clears throat> so we are. This is only it. live on the internet, so. Oh, like, good. Yeah, yeah. So only a few <laughs> intimate friends of thousands. Right, Got right, it. right. Uh, for us, we are actually testing right now mentorship programs oh, nice. to help everybody, no matter what level you're in, get mentored by peers because this is such a sharing community. So we're Absolutely. testing out some new platforms within the program. And we're trying to decide whether that's niche mentoring or onboarding or like specific niches within that or whether it's just mentorship in general about how to grow your practice. So right now we're doing some A-B testing to see how we can launch that. Um, we are building out a lot of education this year. So coming in like January time frame, we are doing end-to-end -end advisory training. Oh, nice. Yeah. That we're really excited about. I think yeah. we've heard for many years and we've been testing out some sessions here on advisory but we've been telling you that hey you need to be advisors you need to go deep you need to develop a niche and people are like great how do we do that we're like all right yeah let's show you how let's show you and so we're bringing the best of the best thing globally so it's not just u.s trainers it's actually thought leaders from all different countries so you're learning the best of the best around the world Absolutely. so we're excited about that too all right so this give us a in one word or two words describe the whole conference experience and the whole cloud accounting experience say connections. Connections. Yeah, I feel like it's connections in multiple different ways. It's, it's the people connections. It's the like, the middle connections to what it is that you're doing as far as advisory, as far as apps, as far as your businesses. So connections. US? Yeah. My biggest thing is the professional knowledge I get here because I come here, you guys are all here, you're all teaching, all the best of the best are teaching sessions here. 
I come and learn. You guys are giving your, all your knowledge. You're not, I know you're not holding anything back. But then also, I like to come find you after you're done speaking and, and pick your brain a little more about my some questions I have. So I get so much knowledge after that. And I can't do that from emailing or calling you guys. I don't have your numbers. I don't have your contact. You're not going to reply to me because you're so busy. But that's that's really what I get is all the professional knowledge and the, hey, what do you think about this? And, and some kind of free consulting from you guys. Absolutely. And what? you? You have a one word? Uh... I just want to comment on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wes, I 100% agree with you. There are so many professions out there that share knowledge, but they're like, oh, this is my competitor, so I only share so much. Right. And you're so right about this community that they just like, hey, here's my secret sauce. Like, they don't go hold for it. Back. And I love that. Yeah, I love yeah, it yeah. My one word? Yeah. Uh, community. Yeah, absolutely. My, mine, and this is something that is more of a personal thing, mine is abundance. I mean, QuickBooks Connect, QuickBooks Connect is the epitome of abundance. I mean, there's there's abundance of people, abundance of knowledge, abundance of hugs and kisses. And, I mean, there's no other conference out there. I mean, I haven't been to all of them, obviously, but I, I can't picture a conference of construction workers all hugging each other because they saw each other each year. And, and again, I couldn't picture a conference doing that until you actually right. experience it. So, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So my handler is telling me that I have a session at ten. So I'm gonna wrap yeah, this up. Go. I'll wrap this up. So with the concept with the concept of abundance, uh, log in uh, to Friday Night Live at 11:30 p.m. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, Misty. Thank, Thank you, you, Jacob. Thank you, Bob. And everybody that, uh, and uh, Andrew, everybody that came over, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you got major FOMO for not coming to QuickBooks Connect, you should have it. And shame on you. And I hope to see you next year. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.